The elections are coming soon, and we should have some fun by playing a game. This game is from the Daily Wire, and it's called the SJW Meltdown Challenge. We're going to use this to start the show instead of the opening song. Now, it's not really a game. It's kind of a video of people, social justice warriors, melting down because Donald Trump wins or Amy Coney Barrett gets elected or RGB dies. It's it's nine levels, including a final boss. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Amy Connie Barrett was just confirmed to the Supreme Court. <laughs> All those times I said men don't deserve rights. Oh my God, men are so great. I need, I need a husband. Everything's fine. I'm becoming afraid of my hatred for men. I hate them. I hate men. I walk past them and I want to kill them. Aren't even doing anything. I just see them and it fills me with rage. I don't know how to stop. <sighs> don't mind me. I'm in the bath, but, but uh, Amy Cody Barrett was officially confirmed to the Supreme Court. I didn't think I'd be this affected by it.
He's not with them! I'm terrified! Listen to me, Republicans! Listen! You are the people in history they warned us about! They warned us about people like you! Pay attention! We're losing our democracy! Wake up! Wake up! Donald J. Trump is now President of the United States. It's been a great honor to be able to introduce for the first time ever anywhere the 45th President of the United States of America, Donald You've got to absolutely love the left. Come on, this could not be more fun. Um, this is Gene. You're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I thought I'd introduce the show with that. I I, I just think it's absolutely hysterical. Um, uh, and right before the election. So thank you to the Daily Wire. They posted that on um, YouTube. Uh, visit www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com to actually watch the video because the video is hysterical uh and follow daily wire or subscribe to daily wire i've been subscribing for a really long time i love it well let's get let's get to work here there's some things that are just never going to end in this world so nbc philadelphia reported on um sunday that there was an incident that that led to a bunch of riots uh, police were called to a neighborhood over reports of a, it was a domestic violence report, and there was a man who apparently was unstable, a black man, of course, named Walter Wallace. Uh, and the police arrived and they found Wallace holding a knife. And this is what the report stated. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the story in a second, but this is what the report stated. Uh, according to NBC Philadelphia, quote, one video posted on Instagram showed Wallace walking towards officers while a woman who a witness identified as Wallace's mother tries to stop him. Two armed police officers back away from Wallace and tell him at least twice to, quote, put the knife down, though it's unclear from the video whether or not Wallace is holding a knife. Hint, he was holding a knife. As Wallace continues to approach the officers, the camera briefly points downward and sounds of several gunshots are heard as the police open fire. The camera rises again, showing Wallace motionless on the ground as his mother runs toward him, screaming hysterically. 
Maurice Holloway, a witness, told NBC10 he helped the officers place Wallace in the police car and rush him to the hospital. Uh, I saw the video. I saw the full video. If you go to dumbasstalkingpolitics.com, the video is there with the actual shooting kind of cut out, kind of paused, but the, the sound is still there. So let's listen to it since... It, you can actually hear the police say, drop the knife, stop, drop the knife. And then I'll tell you what actually happened. Oh, oh, bro, they just killed them in front of me. Yo. Yo. Y'all ain't had to give him that many shots. Y'all ain't had to give him that many shots. Okay, so what actually happened was when you're watching the video, you see that the police arrive. The TikTok video starts at this point. The police are in between two cars. Uh, and the suspect is actually going, Wallace is actually going towards them. At this point, the police back away, back away. The suspect goes in between the cars where the police were. The police back away. Now, this entire time, they're telling the suspect, drop the knife, drop the knife, drop the knife. Now, the suspect has already been reported to have a knife. Apparently, nobody else in the area was afraid of the police because they were all just recording and staying around. The mother of the suspect actually kept following, I guess was trying to take away the uh, knife, and but it wasn't working. He kept coming closer, 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 closer. Finally, within, I say within 10 feet of the police officers, they fired. One of the police officers was a woman. Okay. They shot him. The mother ran to her son, who is basically dead. Uh, basically because the cops did try to take him to the hospital to save his life. Um, the mother started throwing things at the police officer. Everyone kept screaming at the police officers. You'll, you, you hear in the video itself that one of the guys sat back and said, you didn't have to shoot him that many times. This is the most asinine thing about being a police officer is people who are not in danger are in no threat of being in danger, are sitting and trying to um, say what the police officers should have done when in fact the police officers were the one that were being were the ones that were being threatened. So let's take a look. There this is now this has happened in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, a left wing city. Let's see what the left Philly mayor James, Jim Kurt Kenny said, uh, he said, quote, my prayers are with the family and the friends of Walter Wallace. I have watched the video of this tragic incident and it presents difficult questions that must be answered. I spoke tonight with Mr. Wallace's family and will continue to reach out to hear their concerns firsthand and to answer their questions to the extent that I'm able. The officers involved in the officer-involved shooting investigation unit of PPD will conduct a full investigation. I look forward to a speedy and transparent resolution for the sake of Mr. Wallace, his family, the officers, and for Philadelphia. Okay, here's a newsflash. It's on video. This isn't rocket science. 
There is no, there are no difficult questions. You had a guy who may or may not have had mental problems attacking the police with a knife. There, there's no question there. It's on video. You can't miss it. It's like that other guy in Philadelphia, of course, that jumped over a fence with a butcher's knife chasing a cop and the cop shoots him. There's no question the cop did what he had to do. And if I were a cop, I would have done this exact same thing. Police commissioner, uh, a police commissioner for Philadelphia, Danielle Outlaw, who is also a leftist, said, "Quote: I have directed, I have decided, I have directed the officer-involved shooting investigation unit to begin inv- its investigation." Duh. I recognize that the video of the incident raises many questions. Actually, it really doesn't. If you're open to police needing to be police and criminals being criminals. Residents have my assurance that those questions will be fully addressed by the investigation. While at the scene this while at the scene this evening, I heard and felt the anger of the community. Everyone involved will forever be impacted. I will be learnt leaning on what investi- what the investigation gleans to answer the many unanswered questions that exist. I also plan to join the mayor in a meeting with members of the community and members of the Wallace family to hear the concerns as soon as it can be scheduled. I I don't know what these guys are looking at. There are no questions here. The police officers were definitely threatened. What is the problem here? This was a justified shooting. The police were called for a domestic disturbance. A man with a knife. The video was taken with Wallace chasing the police with a knife. Mind you, one of the police officers is a woman. Okay? The police backed away. Wallace came within feet of the within ten feet of the officers, and the officers fired and they killed him. Then the officers grabbed Wallace, put him in their car, and drove him to a hospital where he died. A 100% justified shooting. There is no question. And everyone says, well, he had mental problems. Okay, he had mental problems. So the police should care about his mental problems? What were they supposed to do? Sit him down on a couch and have a discussion with him? And it's not like the officers got away with this. The mother of the suspect, and I'm not going to call him victim, the mother of the suspect started throwing shit at the police like it was their fault. Now, in the, in the again, backing of the police officers, they didn't push the mother. They didn't do anything. They walked right up to the suspect. There were like five or six other people that were starting to yell at the police. They ignored her and they put him in a, in a car. And drove them to the hospital. They didn't attack anyone else. They didn't do anything. Um, I noticed that the media and the left-wing politicians do not refer to Wallace as knife-wielding or as a suspect. They refer to him as a black man. No. He was a knife-wielding suspect was shot by police. That's what it should say. And be honest with you, this shouldn't even be a national story. But it is. It is because of the results. Black Lives Matter decided to wait until the sun went down 
and have a riot. Hold a riot. That is not an exaggeration. They literally waited until the sun went down and then they started looting and rioting. 30 officers were injured on Monday. From rock, I mean Sunday night. From rocks and bottles. One, a 56-year-old female police sergeant, was run over by a truck and ended up with a broken leg. On Monday night, they decided to riot again. And when we talk about rioting and looting, yes, stores were destroyed. Uh, I think I read somewhere that a thousand stores were actually destroyed, including a Walmart. They broke into the businesses. They started stealing inventory. The ironic thing is these stores are bringing the business, are are owned by businesses, uh, by are um, businesses owned by and employ people of color. This is all within the same neighborhood. If any of these people truly believe that the shooting of a knife-wielding Wallace was unjustified, they would actually protest instead of stealing and destroying property from people from their own neighborhoods. It's absolutely disgusting. As of Monday night... People from the riots were actually shooting other people from the riots. Police on Sunday night actually ran away from the rioters. So there are no police at these riots right now. It's just moving on. It's absolutely 100% disgusting. And social justice does not mean looting of innocent businesses, stealing from people. There was one business that was... Uh, I, I can't remember the name of the, I can remember the name of the business. I just don't want to talk about the name of the business. That was actually 100% supportive of um, Black Lives Matter, and his business was destroyed. And it was the second time his business was destroyed. Now, one thing where this is going to have an impact is uh, the elections coming up in six days, and I think this is the last load of crap that the media wanted to see before the election. But all of Pennsylvania sees it. If you don't know, Philadelphia's in Pennsylvania. And this is the law and order crap that seems to be ignored by Joe Biden. So this isn't a good thing. The media has just ignored it. Now, can they ignore it forever? No. Because we're going into a third night, and it's probably going. They're probably going to have more riots tonight, on Tuesday night. Just, it's disgusting. It's sick, and these people, they're not getting it. This, this, this left wing mentality, this victimhood mentality. When I said these people, I mean that mentality. Just is, just absolutely disgusting. Now I want to point something out. This man has a significant, Wallace, Walter Wallace, has a significant criminal history, including holding a gun to a woman's head during a robbery, uh, resisting arrest and assaulting a police officer. It's not a good guy. Not a good guy. And no one should be defending him. So it's been kind of a slow news day. Um, and so let's go over some things. Uh, let's go over the worst case scenario for these election results and what could happen in the near future. There's a 50% chance Biden becomes president. 
there is a 75% chance the Senate actually flips to the Democratic. And by the way, that 75% chance is actually slimming down as we talk. There is like a 94% chance the House stays Democrat. I, that amazes me. But there is a very good chance the House is going to stay as a Democrat. There is a good chance that Trump could win, but lose the Senate and lose the House. First, let's talk about Trump winning the presidency. And, worst case scenario in that point, losing the Senate and unable to gain the House. Let's be clear about this. There are five seats on the Senate that could flip. That would give Democrats a 52 to 48 advantage. Now, as of now, it's probably not even that. It's looking like maybe three seats. And as of the polls on Tuesday morning, it, it looks like it might be two seats. So in that case, it would not flip much at all. That's going to be important. Remember it. So let's talk about what could happen if Trump, Trump wins, but he does lose the Senate and he does lose the House. So if Trump wins but loses the Congress, all the Congress, the Senate and the House, we don't get a tax cut, which is what he wanted to do in his next four years. At this point, Trump only has a couple of things that could go in his favor. Uh, first off, Trump has an approval of over 50% of the population, and he blows Biden out in the election. It is going, to, it is go, it is going for Congress to go against Trump to prevent any kind of tax, uh, tax lowering. Trump will hold a ton of rallies blaming Congress for things he's not getting done. And Congress will be put, their feet will be put in the fire because Trump is so popular. And it may force Congress to actually go with Trump's tax cut plan. But I don't expect a lot to get done when it comes to that tax cut. I don't expect Trump ever to get over 50% of the popular um, of the population to approve of what he's done. And I don't expect a lot in the first two years. Hell, Congress hasn't done anything in the last four years. Pelosi is now getting crap for not approving, approving COVID relief. So Congress is being seen as being obstructionist. I also expect in this next four years, if Trump wins and he loses everything else, is a ton of executive orders. If Trump can't get around Congress, if Trump can't get Congress to support him, he'll use his pen and let the courts figure it out if his orders are legal. I'm not sure that adding uh, Amy Coney Barrett is going to swing things to Trump's side. She's not like that. She is. She said she votes. You know, she rules based off the law, rule of law. Uh, so I'm not sure a 6-3 vote is going to help Trump. And by the way, Roberts can't stand Trump, so that would be one of the reasons why Trump can't depend on the Supreme Court, and he shouldn't depend on the Supreme Court. If he actually does an executive order, which I don't like executive orders in the first place, um, if he loses, he loses. That's, that's how it goes. He... One of the things that Trump is going to get, at least, is one Supreme Court pick. The Senate, which will be Democratic, will have to make some decisions here. And those decisions can look obstructionist. Uh, Clarence Thomas 
is kind of getting up there in age. He said he wanted to retire within the next four years. Whether he can, whether he can stay until somebody flips, the Senate or the House flips, I don't know. I wouldn't blame him if he did stay. I wouldn't blame him if he didn't stay. But Trump getting a pick is not going to be as not going to be easy to see if he's actually going to get a Supreme Court justice through. Even if it takes the Senate four years to suck it up and only have a 4-4 um, uh, Supreme Court. Which, by the way, that's court packing. When you remove a justice from the, from the Supreme Court and you refuse to put in another justice for two to four years, you're actually, that's, that is considered court packing. Court packing, by the way, is when you add or remove justices from the Supreme Court. You can do either. Finally, Trump will be impeached. Again, I think this is really cool to be to have a single president impeached twice. Never happened before. Um, I've never seen an impeachment. But I mean, I, there were, Bill Clinton was there, but it wasn't like it was today. Uh, there was no internet back then, and Clinton got impeached, and you had to watch the news and things like that. But like I said before, the Senate will be only a fifty-two to forty-eight at best Democrat advantage. Not enough votes to get Trump out. Remember, he's got to get. They've got to have sixty-six uh, senators to actually say that Trump needs to be removed from office. So, the problem with this, this could be a disaster to for Democrats to impeach Trump again. Um, the polls showed that the last impeachment, which is why the, the the pollster, that's why the Democrats are not talking about it during this election. It was a disaster for Democrats to impeach Trump, especially when they were ignoring this COVID crisis that Trump was actually dealing with during his impeachment. And it's going to be a big disaster if the House and Senate do nothing for two years. The only thing they can hang their hats on is actual Trump impeachment. It's not going to work out. What do I think would happen if Trump wins the election, the Senate and possibly the House, they'll flip again. They will actually flip again. They will both be Republican because I think Trump's going to have enough rallies. Trump's going to have a good enough good ideas. Trump's going to sign enough executive orders. And by the way, the signing of executive orders is not something really bizarre. Uh, Obama did it for eight years. That, I mean, that's how he actually ruled for the last six years, is signing executive orders. So that it's crazy to think that Trump's going to get into trouble for signing executive orders. Obama didn't. Um, it could be really bad for Democrats if Trump wins. And I think that's why they're so flipped out about Trump winning this election. And they're not even concerned about the Senate, and they're not concerned about the House. Because with a Trump president, um, they're going to have a tough time doing anything, and all Trump's going to do is point to them every time there's a problem. So what happens if Biden wins and the Democrats take Congress? And Biden makes it through the first four years. Now, that's a big if. And we are going to put an asterisk there. Remember this. I'll bring it up later. He won't make it for the first four years. I, I truly believe he's going to be done probably in the first six months. I don't. I know he won't make it a year. But anyway, so let's talk about what Biden will do. Taxes will be raised. 
He said that taxes would only increase those who are for those who are earning over $400,000 a year. That's going to be a lie. That is a lie. If Biden cancels his tax plan, uh, the Trump tax cuts, he cancels them for everyone. The um, I, I can't remember who the tax, I think it's a tax uh, organization or taxplan.com. I, I don't know what it is, but they said that thousands of jobs will be lost. He will raise um, tax across the board. That includes um capital gains tax, property tax. He'll raise taxes everywhere. He'll raise the payroll tax, which is going to cost jobs again. With that being said, will the stock market crash? Um, crash? Probably go down quite a bit. I don't know if it will crash. Go way down quite a bit. I mean, it's going to go way down. Biden is going to implement a ton of business regulations. Now, don't forget... That's what Trump cleared up when he became president. He got rid of business regulations. When you hear Biden say that Trump inherited this great economy, that's not true. Trump destroyed all of Obama's business regulations, and that allowed businesses to grow, to make more money. Trump destroyed Obama's legacy, and that was Obama's legacy, was regulation. This is why economy, the economy under Obama grew very slowly, but flew to the moon when Trump took over. We're going to see that again with Biden as president. The economy is going to drop like crazy. Don't forget, you're going to see 7 to 8% unemployment again. Biden's foreign policy is going to be a disaster. He's going to rejoin the uh, Paris Climate Accord because the Chinese and European Union want him to. He's going to give billions of dollars to re-enter the Iranian nuclear deal. And will do just about, just do what Obama did, let the next president deal with all the crap that comes from uh, problems with Iran, China, the European Union. North Korea is going to be a disaster. So why do I think this? Because Biden's been wrong on everything when it comes to foreign policy. Biden, the Iranian nuclear deal, the um, the North Korean situation, Iraq, the two Iraq wars back in the 90s and then the one again in 2003. He was wrong every time he had a foreign policy uh, situation to deal with. But what's worse... And why I think Biden won't be along, around long, he is compromised by foreign entities. His son has business interests in China, Ukraine, Russia, Iraq, Oman, Luxembourg, and Romania. He has more crap on him than one of Trump's Russian hookers, which has been also debunked. I'm talking about the P-tapes. This is huge stuff that's coming out, but no one wants to talk about it because orange man bad. There is a thought that because of Hunter Biden and his dealings with China, that he may be impeached day one of after his inauguration, simply because of all the crap that has happened. 
The reality is Joe Biden has made really bad decisions his entire life and his entire life since he's been uh, in politics. He's made decisions that have enriched him and his family. We have proof of it now. Uh, I know the media is not talking about it, but we know that Hunter Biden's laptop is legitimate. We now have this, um, I can't remember his name. His name last name is Bobolinsky, but I think it's Tony Bobolinsky who has come out. He is already self-made. He is already loaded beyond belief. And he is actually saying, hey, all this crap Joe and Hunter Biden are telling you is crap. Um, why people think that things are going to be different now that now than they have been for the past 47 years, I don't know. But here's the real question, and I don't think it's much of a question. I think we can pretty much accept, take this to the bank, is how long Biden's going to be president. The left is evil. They are using an old man who is, cog who is in cognitive decline as a puppet, a puppet that, a puppet of moderation. They have recruited a man who says he is a moderate and then chose a vice presidential candidate who is far left in, in Kamala Harris. By the way, Joe Biden's not a moderate. That's an absolute lie. He's never really been a moderate. Let's get to the point. I think Joe Biden has six months after his inauguration. I think the Hunter Biden crap is going to be something that the left is going to use to after he gets elected to get rid of old Joe and put in AOCs and Bernie Sanders uh, programs. I think they are going to try to impeach him. I also think Joe is going to hire as many leftists in his cabinet so his cabinet may try to invoke the 25th Amendment due to his cognitive decline. This is why I think it's dangerous for Joe to have um, Elizabeth Warren as Secretary of State and Beto O'Rourke as his defense administrator, things like that, because the second the left realizes, okay, he's not going to do exactly what we want, we can all sign a document stating that Joe is unable to do his, his, his job in office and invoke the 25th Amendment, and Joe will be forcibly removed. And Joe is not going to be able to argue it. Selecting Kamala Harris as his vice president was also a huge mistake by Biden. and actually shows that the guy really doesn't have any decision-making skills whatsoever. And by the way, that's not because of cognitive decline. He was bad with his decision-making in the first place. She has no moral base and will do anything to gain political power. She screwed Willie Brown, for Christ's sake, so that she can get into uh, California politics. And Willie Brown was 40 years older than she is and married. She cannot be trusted to back him. She will do anything to get him out and become president herself. If I were Joe Biden, I would never let her walk behind me and I will never have dinner with her. That's how much she cannot be trusted. He will be gone, and he will be gone fast. Now, what will the left do if they take over? Hard to say, because some of the left's policies, some of what the left wants done, are, it's just, it's, some of it's just illegal. 
I think we have enough checks and balances to keep us going for two years. And, and that's the whole thing. I think the panic. Do I think this is the most important election of our, my lifetime? Yes, I do. I think it is the most important election of our lifetime. But do I think the country will be destroyed if Trump loses, the Senate is Democrat, and the House is Democrat? Not necessarily. You still have the, you still have the, um, you still have the Supreme Court, which has now become more originalist, more textualist than it's ever been. It's going to be very hard to get certain laws that violate the Constitution. There are a lot, most of this country is still leaning on the conservative, I love America, I hate communism, socialism, and all that crap. I think they will try to do things. But I think also, the more the left tries to do, uh, the worse it's going to go for them two years in the next election. I also don't think you're going to see anything really change when it comes to all the crap you're seeing out there now. Do I think we're suddenly not going to see riots? No, we're going to continue to see riots. Do I think we're not going to see any protests? Do we? Do I think we're not going to see any of those idiots that we played in the beginning of this podcast? Absolutely not. They're still going to be there. We're still going to have the same challenges after the election. COVID is not going away because Biden becomes president and then Biden's eliminated from the presidency and the left takes over. There's There will still be COVID. Then we, maybe we get to see what goes on with them. What I am afraid of is they will raise taxes to the point that we're all throttled. I, I That's really what I'm afraid of. I'm not... The one thing that I am comfortable with is that a lot of the time like Elizabeth Warren's plan which by the way is constitutionally illegal um, she wants to tax and then put a tax on top of a tax Canada does that that's nothing bizarre but a lot of this stuff's probably not legal and maybe the Supreme Court can say uh, no you can't do that so maybe we have enough checks as far as packing the court I think that is going to be a thing I think they're going to try and do that um, I think it's very possible that will happen, but I also think that it could take them two years to get that to happen. So, because it's really not an easy proposition. I would even go so far as to say the Republicans in the next six months should try to get a, or if, if Trump wins in the next four years, and Trump can keep the Senate or the House or something, that they should try to create a constitutional amendment that keeps the number of justices at nine. And we don't go through this whirlwind of adding Supreme Court justices until we have 3,000 in the Supreme Court. So, something to think about. Okay, you can follow me on Twitter, at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. Download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and YouTube. Um, you can visit my website at politics.com. I already told you what's there. I do want to tell you one thing. Dodgers won the World Series. I am now reading some stories. I should have brought that up in the beginning, but I did not. I'll definitely bring it up tomorrow because I am a huge Dodger fan. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>